Okay, just give yourself a round of applause right now because 2020 was no joke. It was not easy, yo. It was really, really something special, okay? You guys, we made it through the fire. We made it through this plague, this uh, chaos, this atrocity that was 2020, and we thank God, okay? I thank God for your hearing. I thank God for your driving if you're driving. I thank God for your dishwashing if you're washing dishes, cooking, whatever it is you are doing give God some glory because 2020 if we made it through it's a, a big tremendous blessing every day is a blessing but this year making it through is one of a kind kind of miraculous blessing okay so you guys I have a really special episode today I'm really excited for this one um we're going to talk about like obviously it's the end of the year so we're just going to talk about some like new year's resolution type energy vibes you know and then I have a huge announcement for you guys so make sure you stay tuned throughout the whole entire episode and let's just jump right in oh all right so this first segment of the podcast if you don't know i'm about to tell you this is our rooted conversation and in this segment of the podcast we pretty much have the this is like the meat of the meal you know when people talk about meat and potatoes this is the actual the meat this is the the protein of the podcast okay if you will so pretty much in this segment we talk about something that um is near and dear to my heart and that uh, is going to promote womanhood sisterhood and helps us have conversations that allow us to be the women of our dreams right now in the present so for this special holiday season new year vibe uh, rooted conversation, we're going to be talking about habit tracking and behavior changing. So like everybody, right? 2020 was real raggedy, real ghetto. We kind of all, it seems like collectively we decided we're not, we're not doing new year's resolutions because we don't know tomorrow. Okay. 2020 really showed us that you can't plan for tomorrow. You can't, you can't really do too much with our resolutions. We just have to keep it simple, keep it safe, and and just pray and ask God for guidance, right? So a lot of people are making some changes and adjustments to their their typical New Year's traditions, and I love that. I am one of those people. And so with this episode, I just wanted us to talk about something more personal, something more reflective that we can do as a New Year's resolution. This is a challenge I'm holding myself accountable to and just wanted to share some thoughts and tips that have been helpful to me and things I've been reflecting on to help me track some of my behaviors and my habits. I really want to be a woman of habit. I want to be a person of routine, of schedule, and I, I know that I operate best when I'm in my natural routine, when I have a steady routine and I'm able to maintain some type of habit and I'm able to 
continue day to day with good habits and eliminate bad habits. So I hope that this um, rooted conversation, we can just talk about ways that can help us maintain good habits because sometimes it's really hard when you set a goal and we we don't really know how we're going to go and achieve it. And sometimes it's just a matter of habit building and, and habit tracking. So that's what we're going to talk about today, okay? And I'm going to first first let me tell y'all like some of the things I'm working on as far as um habit development. Um one of the things you guys know like well, maybe you don't know. I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe you don't know, but I'm about to tell you like I I love to be in a habit of exercise and eating well, and that doesn't always look like a diet. Actually, it almost never looks like a diet, but it just means like I'm getting my servings of fruits and vegetable and my my sugars, my um what are they called? Confections, candies, cakes, goodies, all that good stuff is not taking up majority of my meals. It literally just looks like having salads with um, my meals, having juices, smoothies to make up for what I don't eat, and also um, making it a habit to go to the gym. I'm a type of person who I love in a perfect world, a perfect week. I like to go every day. Um, but a a lot of times that's not attainable. So, you know, just having those kind of habits, I love, I, I really love to exist when I have those habits of health and wellness throughout my day and throughout my week. Um, another habit that I'm really trying to be more consistent in is my Bible reading, my devotion time. And, um, that is sometimes challenging for me which is so sad, like it shouldn't be more challenging to get up and read my Bible than it is to get up and go to the gym. But again, we're growing, okay? 2021 is a season that we can jump into with hopes that we will grow personally. Forget all the external circumstances, forget your job, forget school, forget the goals in those areas. Let's talk about our personal goals. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about it, okay? So first of all, let's just talk about like the importance of having good habits and tracking those good habits when you're starting to form them. It's really important, and this is something my learning specialist here at the school has really been coaching me through this past semester because I I'm pretty organized and I'm pretty like, I I don't want to say, maybe meticulous is a word. I'm pretty meticulous about my routines. So, and I I monitor those things because I always reflect on how, how did I feel doing this routine? Like, how did I feel eating this for breakfast? Did I have a more productive day? Did I have a more productive morning? I'm always tracking those kind of things in my head. But when it came to school, I wasn't doing the same. Like, I wasn't gauging myself. Like, how does this study method make me feel right but anyways um my learning specialist really um emphasized the importance of tracking to me that really brought a newfound appreciation for tracking habits into my life so I'm going to share that with you guys and it her explanation was pretty much um it's really important to track habits when you're starting to develop them so that you can 
feel and get a better understanding if the habit that you're trying to cultivate is even serving you well. Okay, so sometimes we might think like, oh, I need to have kale and celery shots every morning because that's what they give free samples of outside the gym or that's what, you know, all these bodybuilders take, all these fitness coaches, that's what they do, that's what I need to do. But you need to have like a personal record of you doing that, let's say for three days, for a week, for two weeks and see, okay, are what those kale and celery shots, what they advertise to do, is it doing that for your body? So the advertisement is, hey, it's going to give you a burst of energy. You're not going to need coffee. You can go for a 10-mile run, da-da-da-da-da. Is it doing that for you? Is it? You really have to monitor yourself. Maybe it's just giving you diarrhea and you got to be on the toilet boo-booing all day. So maybe what has been advertised isn't going to work for you, but you wouldn't know that if you're not tracking your habits. So that's kind of the, the why you need to, well, why it's important to track your habits and behavior changes, especially, ooh, especially in the early stages, because after a while it just becomes routine, which is the goal, right? So yeah. I don't really have structured notes as per usual, but I did do, um, you know, my own personal reflection. I have my little bullet points and we're just gonna, we'll see how this goes. All right. So the first thing uh, and the most important thing really, um, when you want to think about a habit or a behavior change you want to, um, implement or get rid of is the motivation. This might be, familiar conversation to you, but I just thought to emphasize it just in case it's not, but your motivation, girl, is the most important thing. You have to have a motivation to be able to do anything, to be able to change anything in your life, to be able to um, incorporate any new lifestyles, any new behaviors, or to get rid of old habits. You have to have motivation behind it. So for me, I find that getting rid of bad habits takes a little bit more motivation than incorporating new good habits. And I don't know, I think that mostly has to do with the fact that I justify a lot of my bad habits. Um, I say like, oh, I'm stressed. I need a way to relieve my stress. Or um, I mean, like, it's not that bad. It's not that deep. It's not affecting my health, blah, blah, blah. I have so many ways to justify um, why I need to keep a bad habit in my life. But, and that makes it really hard because then I can't find motivation to get rid of that habit. If I've justified it to the stars and beyond, then it's going to be damn near impossible to get rid of that bad habit. So you have to have a motivation when it comes to getting rid of bad habits or habits doesn't necessarily, bad is maybe not a good word, but habits you don't want to be a part of your life or routine going into the new year, you have to have a motivation that surpasses your justification. So if your justification is typically, um, I'm not hurting anybody, like it's, it's me, this is my, my body, my life or whatever. Okay. That's, that's a valid justification, but maybe your motivation has to be, 
um, maybe long-term effects? Like maybe is this something you would like to see generationally in your generations through your kids? Do you want your kids to have this habit? Do you want, um, would your future spouse or partner be engaged in this habit or like like this being a part of your life so maybe you have to not be self-centered in your motivation and that might help you overcome um, a bad habit right and then to incorporate uh, a new habit a positive behavior change in your life then maybe the motivation might look like um, you know you want the next time you go to the doctor, you want to have improvement. You want to see um, lower blood sugar, improve um, fat panel, you know, whatever it is, that could be a, a short-term motivation. Or you could have um, more long-term motivations, like this will help me this will help me be um, have more endurance for the lifestyle I want to live. This will help me um, keep up with my kids. This will help me uh, be brighter in the classroom, be more quick in my conversation, anything. You just need to have a motivation that can withstand the temptations of this earth and withstand the distractions of our lives, Okay. So that's the first thing. The next thing that is very important when we're talking about behavior change or establishing new habits or getting rid of old habits is the achievability. So achievability pretty much is, is this possible for me? For who? For me, okay? It don't matter what Susie and Kyle are doing. It don't matter what... Um, Sean and, and Baxter are doing no it matters what you are doing you do you and I'ma do me because it's my business so you need to look at your life for real for real and say can I do this does this fit my schedule my routine um, does this bring me joy for real? If you want to have, um, establish a habit of fitness, right? You want to have incorporate a lifestyle of fitness and your fitness, like motivation, maybe it's your partner, right? They like to go kickboxing and they love kickboxing. Like they'll be talking about kickboxing, like it's ice cream. And you're like, you know what? That's, what's going to make working out fun for me. Like it's going to be kickboxing. Well, if you don't got the knees for kickboxing, you're not going to do very well in kickboxing. You're going to be nervous. You're going to be wearing uh, your knee brace and your meniscus band, and you're just going to be very uneasy. So maybe you need to find something like cycling, okay? <laughs> like maybe you better enroll into Soul Cycle or something. Make sure your your goal that you're setting after is achievable. Um, if if you're not a morning person, don't be trying to do no new habits in the morning time, okay? If you're a night out, just put that put that behavior change in the nighttime. Just don't even try it. Don't even try it. Now, if you're trying to become a morning person or become a night person, try to make that change first before saying like, oh, my new habit has to be in the morning, but you're not even a morning person. The first step should be trying to 
wake up and be a morning person, be productive in the morning, maybe see what kind of jolts and kickstarts your day a little bit better. That should be the first first thing or else you'll be double discouraged when you're failing and not incorporating that new habit in the morning and you're failing at not even waking up in the morning. You feel me? So that actually um, brings us to the next point, which is taking one goal at a time. So like with the morning thing or the nighttime thing, whatever it is, you have to focus on one thing at a time. Do not overwhelm yourself and do not, where's the pressure coming from? Huh? Like you, you are your competition. Don't let anyone pressure you, make you feel like they did something that you were supposed to do. And no, 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 no. It's you against you. All right. So take one thing at a time. Reward yourself. If you woke up early and if, if that's one of your goals to wake up a little bit earlier, if you wake up early, like make yourself a good breakfast. <laughs> don't don't run out with a granola bar. Take time in the morning. Enjoy some scrambled eggs, a little smoothie, whatever it is that will encourage that behavior. But at the end of the day, just take it one day at a time. Another major key in habit and behavior tracking and changing is regularity. This is something I like recently kind of started to appreciate a little bit more. And that's just when there's actually like a science behind it, but I'm not going to go all into that. But pretty much. Right. If you are trying to set up a habit, the more often you do it, the more frequently you do it, let's say within a week, the easier it will become a lifestyle or the easier it will become just a natural reflex or part of your routine. Por ejemplo, mira, si quieres exercicio todo el día, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to try doing Spanish, although I kind of wanted to try it, but I'm not going to do that. But anyways, if you want to start exercising every day and uh, you want to build up to that, if you say, I'm going to start with once a day, like once, once a week, I mean, once a day, once a week. And you're like, for that month, it's going to take you a month before you're comfortable with once a day. And then let's say in the second, second month, you do twice a week. It's going to take you like maybe three weeks before you're like, oh, let me up it to three times a week. So by the time you're even upping it to like uh, four times a week type of thing, it's taking you four months. Does that make sense? But rather, if you say, I'm going to, I want to be someone who works out. If you never work out, like not even once a week, okay, maybe you can start with once, once a week, but I would you should challenge yourself to start with twice or three times a week. Maybe put it on like a Wednesday and a Thursday, like where there's enough space um, so you can like recover if you need to. But if the, the less regularity you have in your week, the longer it will take to establish that habit into a natural behavior. So that's just food for thought. I never really like considered that when when I'm thinking about things I want to change in my life. I just say like, ah, I'll, I'll just do it when I do it. But there is, if you jump up and go five times this week, you're more likely to go five times next week and the week after and the week after than if you say, ah, let me start with once a week. 
it's going to take you a long, long time to build up to five times a week. But again, you know your body, you know yourself. So pace yourselves, but also like challenge yourself a little bit because when it comes to regularity, that's going to be a, a key determinant in, in how quickly you're able to establish a habit. And the last thing I want to discuss is having a trigger. I love this. I think this is like the greatest takeaway when it comes to creating a habit or trying to get rid of a habit is to have a trigger. And that is simply means have kind of like a landmark or some kind of sign that tells you do this, do your habit, do what you're trying to do. I'll give you guys an example. So one thing that works really, really well for me is um, when I'm, I'm trying to be more consistent in my morning devotion time, I don't check anything, any social media until I've spent that time with God. So a lot of times, and it, it's embarrassing how often I fail at this, but it's okay, you know, progression, not perfection. Uh, shout out to Michael Todd, keeping me through 2020. Lord, he has really kept us. But anyways, um, yeah, so that's kind of a trigger for me. I wake up and I want to see like responses to me wilding on Instagram last from the night before. Nope. I got to pause. Like if I've set that as a trigger for me, like I'm not going to check Instagram until I've read my devotional, had some time to worship and pray. Cool. That, that is an excellent trigger for me. Um, another trigger for some people can be like, um, oh, another trigger for me. I'm just going to use my own personal examples. I don't know. I'm trying to make stuff up and think of other examples. But a really good trigger for me as well is to not eat anything um, until I've had a glass of water. And that just, I just, I don't know. I don't know why or like what really inspired that, but I've been doing that for years now. I just, it's just natural for me. Like I, I feel weird if I have a cup of coffee before I've had some water or I have, I feel weird if I'm just, if I just eat something before I've, I've cleansed my palate and my organs and woken them up a little bit with a, a glass of water. So that's also something that keeps me on track. And usually when I start with a glass of water, like I, I'm already in like a mood to have a healthy breakfast. And then when I have a healthy breakfast, I don't want to mess it up. And I have a healthier lunch. And then if I have a healthy lunch, I don't want to mess that up. And I have a healthy dinner and we just go in like, mm, 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 just because of one trigger. A trigger can really be the game changer when it comes to setting up habits and establishing routines. Let me tell you. Um, another trigger could be like lunch break. Whenever it's 12 o'clock, whenever that lunch break comes, you just go to the gym. Just drop what you're doing, go to the gym. It's 12 o'clock, 12 to 1, whatever it is. I know I see my roommate do that a lot, and I, I kind of envy it. I'm like, duh, that's genius, because you already know for sure there's nothing on your schedule 
during that time you you should have done done something up to that point and you still have the rest of the day to continue work or school or whatever it is you have to do so that's also a good trigger just having certain times of the day where it's like you know you're focusing on the habit you want to build during that time so I think that's it I talked and talked, and I hope I don't have to edit this too much, but that is pretty much all I wanted to share with you guys, and I hope it's helpful as we go into this new year. I, I don't know if you guys are listening to this when it comes out, which is going to, it's New Year's Eve, but if you are, I hope it's help, helpful. If not, I mean, you don't, who said January 1st is the day you have to start something? Nobody. Nobody at all. And you, you can listen to this. You can start anything you want to do, any, any goal, anything that it, you have a conviction for, anything that is deposited in your heart or your brain by the Holy Spirit. You can start that whenever, okay? God's not up there looking at New Year's Day. I promise you he's not. He don't even know. This January 1st that we go by, is it doesn't mean a thing to him, okay? So we got to move according to our timelines. Don't, don't let the pressures of New Year's get to you. Especially after a freaking pandemic? Come on. Like, nothing should be messing with you. Nothing. You shouldn't be phased by anything at this point, okay? We should not be phased by what so-and-so is doing and because we know that we we should know by now that we cannot compare ourselves to anybody if if this pandemic hasn't taught us anything it has definitely taught us that so stay in your lane be positive be optimistic and good luck in all your new year's resolutions and goals i hope that you're making attainable achievable goals this year and I hope something in this podcast helps you a little, just helps a little with uh, keeping you on track. All right, let's jump right into the next segment of the podcast. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We got a sponsor. We got an announcement. We got something special right here. I had to interject, you guys, because I have a ginormous, humongous, gargantuous, gigantic announcement for you guys today. And I'm just going to interject it real quick right here. I have, I have, get ready for this. Hold on to your seatbelts. Hold on. I have a recipe book for you guys. Yes. I have a recipe book for you guys. If you follow me on Instagram, you see like I juice or blend something to drink almost every day. And I have the little thumb, thumb nail, I don't know, thing on my Instagram saved on my profile. So you guys always are welcome to check that out. My Instagram is yams and potatoes. But in case you're not always on Instagram, I have a PDF available for you through my Etsy shop. So you guys check it out. I finally have a digital catalog with filled with my favorite juices and smoothies, just some recipes that you guys can dabble in and try out for yourselves. And always, always please do incorporate your own style, your own favorite fruits and vegetables to the recipes. It's just supposed to be a template. So have fun with it. It is on Etsy, um, etsy.com slash rooted with yams. You already know. Um, but if you want to search Etsy, you can just search yams, 
Juice catalog, and it's there for you, available to purchase for only, only, only a mere $7.00, okay? So it is a steal. I have never seen a cookbook this low price. So it's 15 pages of goodness. It gives you 31 excellent recipes to try. So if you want to, you could have one for every day in January, if you like, or every day in March or May, you know? So yeah, there's a recipe for every day of uh, the month if you want to try and go verbatim by the book, but you can also experiment and just have fun with it. So check out my Etsy shop. The link is obviously going to be in the episode notes. Also, website link is on my Instagram, but you can always search Etsy Yams Juice Catalog. Yay! All right, now let's jump right in. Okay, for this week's reflection point, um, which, by the way, if you don't know, this is a segment of the podcast where I share with you guys something that has been on my heart, something that I've been going back to in my journal or just thinking about or meditating over lately who that was weird anyways um so that's i just use a segment to share something that i'm reflecting on and hopes to encourage you not necessarily to reflect on the same thing but maybe it would just trigger a uh, reflection in your life so for this week's reflection point um there's just one sermon i listened to i don't know if it was michael todd or stephen fertig but i feel like it was one of them and um, which is with Transformation Church or Elevation Church, if you don't know. And there was a sermon they had like around this time last year, I feel. And the message that really struck a chord with me pretty much said, uh, when in doubt, do the last thing God told you to do. And it was a solid message. You guys, my, I, I will try to find the sermon and link it in the episode notes, but that was the message. That was what I took away. That is what stuck with me and carried me through the year because I, at that time I was having a lot of, like, I was struggling with hearing God's voice and direction for my life. So that sermon came at the perfect timing and it just said, you know, when in doubt, child, Do the last thing God has told you to do. The last thing you heard clearly from God. So I knew at that time in my life, I knew the last thing. But I realized that I kind of was using that as a crutch. Guilty, guilty, guilty as charged. I was using that kind of like a crutch to not challenge myself spiritually or not seek further instruction when I just allowed that for, for it served its purpose. Don't get me wrong. It was a great message and it definitely kept me focused and kept me encouraged. But at some point I was really leaning on it, using it as a crutch. Like, look, I'm, I'm not going to ask God for anything because I haven't been able to accomplish the last thing that he's told me to do. So I wasn't trying to do any more. I wanted to have, um, I guess, accomplished something or perfected the last thing I felt that was placed on my heart. And like we were talking about in the Rooted Conversation, habits take time to develop, routines take time to develop, goals take time, and sometimes you set a deadline, you set a time, and it goes beyond that. And sometimes you can't even 
Something you thought would take you a year is taking you five years, 10 years, but that shouldn't necessarily mean you stop everything and you just focus on that one thing and you don't allow yourself to pursue other goals, to pursue other changes in in your life. So that's something I've been reflecting on and had to kind of re rewire and rethink that sermon and that's a good thing about taking notes you can revisit it and like fill fill in the gaps and add add notes to to make it more applicable to new stages in your life but with that one um I've really been reflecting on that like I realize that that has been a hindrance for me more than it has served me good so just wanted to encourage you guys, um, if you're working on something, if you have something on your heart, don't, don't be limited by it. Of course, have priorities and focus on one thing at a time, but there comes a point where you have to accept more on your plate and allow God to do more in your life. Don't just let one thing hinder you. Don't just let one thing cripple you and you're just clinging on like, I can't move until I do this. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, I hope, I hope that reflection point serves someone good. I feel like I probably mentioned it in the last episode. Um, but if I did cool, if I didn't even better, but that is this week's reflection point that I just wanted to share with you guys. So Now we're going to skip on over to my favorite segment of the podcast, our Gun Shine. Ooh, I love this segment of the podcast. This is my opportunity to shine light on a woman in my periphery, in my atmosphere, in my circle, that I'm just loving what she's doing, what she's promoting, and her her journey into becoming the woman of her dreams right now in the present. So today's guy and shine is going to my dearest Brianna and especially the Afros and Medicine platform. Afros and Medicine is her website and blog that she uses to pretty much um, promote mentorship to minorities in medicine. So y'all already know if you don't know You better do some research, but the disparities and the margins in medicine are extremely, extremely broad. Minorities are not represented represented at all. Most of the time, like if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a minority in some fashion and you likely don't have a physician who looks like you. It's always a problem, has always been a major disparity. So... Um, she is a first year medical student, my girl, my friend, uh, we love her so much and we love to see her do incredible things. She is really using her platform to highlight students who are achieving their dreams and closing this gap, doctors, physicians, podcasters, um, entrepreneurs. She's highlighting a lot of people specifically in medicine. So she has a blog. She has a fully launched website where she sells merch. I just ordered my, my sweatshirt and I cannot wait to wear it, especially it's perfect now. Like if you're in Texas, it's pretty much fall right now, but it's getting a little bit cold. So everyone needs to have their hoodies, their sweatshirts, their little Uggs on deck and 
Afros in Medicine has got you covered. But definitely check out her Instagram. I'm going to obviously link it in the episode notes, as well as her website and where you can purchase some of her new merch that has just launched. I am so excited and so proud of my friend. The fact that she's even really thriving, like this platform has continue to thrive throughout the pandemic, throughout her starting medical school, and like, who could do it? Who could do it? That is a special anointing and gift and grace that she has over her life, but she is sharing it all with you guys, and it, uh, she serves as an incredible resource for you all, so I had to, absolutely had to dedicate this week's Guy and Shine to Brianna, the creator CEO of Afros and Medicine, the platform. So make sure you check her out, purchase her merch, be inspired, be encouraged, especially if you're pre-med. This is turning into like a pre-med podcast. I don't know, but especially if you're pre-med or if you are um, looking to be a mentor to pre-med students or if you are seeking mentorship, she has great connections, great inspiration and great stories on her platform. So shout out to Afros in Medicine. Um, I love it. I'm obsessed. And it's it's so um, aesthetically pleasing, her website and her Instagram page. And if you don't know, by the way, a shameless plug, if you don't know, the girl is viral famous. Like, check out her Twitter. Check out all her things. The girl is famous. She's real cute. She popping, popping, okay? And she she helped me. She, she sprinkled a little bit of that juice on me and the rest of our classmates, our little squad, and we went a little viral. But I know y'all seen the post already, so I'm not even going to talk about it, okay? But anyways... Um, Afros and Medicine, make sure you check out this week's episode notes for all the information and make sure you show her some love and purchase your sweatshirts and hoodies, okay? That's all, you guys. What an episode. What an episode. Thank you for sticking with me through the end. I hope you heard my little ad. I hope you heard my little ad in there. You know, I got a recipe catalog, a juice catalog for you guys. I took, oh, it has taken me a long time to work on that catalog, um, but it's finally available for, to you all. It is $7, so um, I'm not going to be on Instagram like juicing and, and stuff as frequently as I used to. So I really wanted to have a, a catalog for you guys ready, especially going into the new year. So in case you're not seeing my stories or I'm not on Instagram showing my juices, you guys have something that you can print out. You can have it on your iPad. Some people have little iPad stands in their kitchen. So it can just be a great resource to you and your juicing and smoothing and blending journey. Okay. So Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure if you have any questions, comments, concerns, any conversations you want to um, discuss on this here podcast, email me at rootedwithyams at gmail.com. Make sure you're following the Instagram page, which is rootedwithyams, and um, you can check out all the goodness there as well. So I think that's all. Happy New Year. Oh, my goodness. Happy New Year, everybody. 2021. Deuces. Peace out to 2020. That raggedy, that raggedy auntie who just came and overstayed her welcome. Bye.
Bye, Felicia. Bye, girl. Bye, girl. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you, okay? All right, y'all. Bye-bye. For you have been my help, another level. Yeah! Hey, 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 hey. my God is good. Oh. Double.